Meta fails to shake performers only fans bribery lawsuit. So that could bring them down. Don't you love these headlines? I swear they're made by AI bots because yeah, like, yeah. that doesn't Meta fails work. to shake performers only fans bribery lawsuit. It should have been Meta fails to shake only fans yeah. performers. I guess. They have to face a lawsuit alleging that its employees were bribed by the adult entertainment website OnlyFans to suppress competitor sites on Facebook and Instagram. Who so Meta was bribed to do that? <laughs> we'll have to face a lawsuit letting that its employees were bribed by the adult. So they were bribed by OnlyFans to suppress competitor sites on Facebook and Instagram. So they, well, that only has to be a handful. Like how many of know. these OnlyFans performers? It's always a handful. You know what it's, though? <laughs> it's got to be a, yeah, right. But but think about. I mean, who has the ability to suppress content? Coders. Like mm. you know the, the yeah, tech so guys, were, the back end, yeah, yeah. and you know they're all over that OnlyFans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, makes sense. Mm. This could be a great movie. You watching World Cup? No. It's good shit. I know. Julian, our editor. Julian, this is for you. I just saw Belgium. It's the number two ranked team in the world. They're out. Really? They didn't fucking make it to the round of 16. Why like, are they out? They fucking... Croatia just tied them. Wow. So Croatia's at Morocco one. Nice. Morocco. You ever been to Morocco? I haven't, but it Morocco's looks beautiful. pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know what life is like there. Like, there's like super wealthy, but I don't yeah. know if it's... Are Moroccans? Moroccans. Are they wealthy? Or is it like the Hollywood type that go to Morocco? I mean, I don't know, but a lot again, of gambling there, right? Yeah, let's go with that. We don't know shit. We don't. <laughs> we don't. But they won their group. So you don't fuck. You don't even know what they're doing. Listen, I appreciate. Yeah, the passion. The passion. I do. Yeah. Passion for sports is like Ohio State fucking lost to Michigan. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but you my know what's dad, crazy? My dad's giving up on football together. He's done. Now. I don't. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, they're out. Like, but what's crazy is there's people like there's this. One podcast I listen to out of Ohio, cleveland.com. I like these journalists. They do a good job. And people like write into them or send them text messages and they have like a text you pay like $3 and you're... Anyway, people are physically ill. Like really? They take it. It's like Cleveland Brown stuff. Like people take the sports stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So they take it to this next level. Like people take it hard. But I'm talking about like when people are like actually physically ill. Yeah. In Buffalo, when the Bills lost all those Super Bowls, mm. it's a known fact that domestic abuse went up. And it's a known fact that it still happens. And it's like, <laughs> you so, laugh. No, but it's, it's, but no, but it is. It's like, yeah, I don't think it's funny. It's crazy. But, yeah. That's like another level of fandom. Yeah. Like, that's a problem. Well, we should talk about why that is. Well, I was talking to a sports psychologist today, and it's tied into so many other things. Right. If there's no hope in other areas of your life, that brings it out. So then you, domestic abuse, you're not happy, you stay at home, you drink a lot, right? Like there's no hope. And your team just brings out, I think, more negative stuff. Right. But it's like to take it to that point, like to be upset and like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, okay. But to take it to more levels than that, where it affects your family and your kids and your wife or your spouse, I don't know. It's not good. Well, and I've heard about the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry for years because my dad's a big Ohio State guy. So I'm not surprised people are physically ill. I do want to correct the record, not with facts, but with a Mm -hmm. very strong opinion. Yeah. (laughs) 
And that is, I don't think Cleveland fans get physically ill. I think Cleveland fans, we're reserved. Now, I don't live in Cleveland. Yeah. But we are realistic. We yeah. know we're not going to win. Yeah. Even if we've got, like I've said a thousand times, Cleveland gets handed the world on a platter and they send it yeah. right back. Yeah. So expectations. They showed a picture of Deshaun Watson in practice throwing a ball uh-huh. and the receiver dropped it. They oh. said the mud. <laughs> He said the sorry, the ball <laughs> must have been covered in massage oil. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. And that's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, <laughs> oh man. That's so ridiculous. You know this. And then that's wrong. You know, yeah. there's so much stuff wrong, but you have to laugh. <laughs> but you're right. It's expectations, I yeah. think. Ohio State's a winning team. And they have expectations. So they right. won 17 out of 20 years. So it's like someone made the point, like you can be happy that 11 years or whatever it is they won in a row. Yeah. But one loss or two losses is like, it's over. Yeah, but to Michigan, that's the difference. No doubt. Yeah. But you also beat them all those years in a row. For and sure. now Michigan's better than they've been. And what happens when you play a team that's good is you have a chance. To, that's the NFL. Yeah. Every week to talk about a win's a win in the NFL. I don't care how you won. Did you win or did you lose? Yeah. Because you're playing teams of similar talent like some one team's better than the other better quarterback better whatever at the end of the day they're both paid they're both have scholarships or whatever it is you're going to lose sometimes so if you have this expectation or this entitlement that you can't lose Mm -hmm. like that it's going to affect everything i mean it's tough and not to say that yeah don't get upset about it it makes me wonder how patriots fans have been doing over the past you know i mean what brady's been gone for two years out of there yeah. yeah, three. Yeah. I mean, what, did they really get devastated? Or did they just get so used to winning, they were like, yeah, whatever. So much. They won so it was much. ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of boring it was like, for them. People were like, yeah, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm like, that's just... I don't know, like Alabama's won a ton of championships and they lose a game. You see some fans and like, they take it pretty hard. Yeah. But well, you can't win every... Yeah, it's tribalism. Tribalism. Okay. So this gets to the other thing. Yes. And I remember listening to a guy, maybe it was a gal. I don't remember. It's not important. Because facts important. don't matter. Yeah, here. yeah. But I heard somewhere, and this makes a lot of sense to me, if you just think about the way that human beings are biologically designed, yeah, we're social creatures, we're gregarious, we thrive, we evolve. If we have our tribe, we are tribal by nature. That's what we are. Yeah. Sports replaces a really important part in like something, a deep need that we have to belong to or to identify, to to have this, a tribal identity, if you will, right? And sports helps to do that because there is actual competition because it's not about like, well, we all just want to have, you know, our own tribal identities and then we just, no, 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 tribal identity is so that you go to war with another tribe. Mm-hmm. Right now, again, it's over the top, but you're in some type of give and take with another group of people, Yeah, you know? And even if it's just trade, yeah, right? Sports fills that gap because if you really think about human beings and, and our own biology, and then you think about society, the two are very mismatched. Like, just think about just the craziness of getting up every morning, going to sit. You and I don't suffer from this because we work for ourselves, but going to sit in an office cubicle, leave at five. Again, these are wild generalizations, but sitting in traffic, going through the rigmarole of all every day, all day, like at a certain point, I mean, why do people feel so disconnected from other people? Why do people feel so disconnected from the earth? Why do people feel so disconnected from, I don't know, like, you know, that sense of mystery. We just, we're kind of living in this fictitious world that we've built and constructed and we have an elaborate story that we tell ourselves, but human nature comes out and it finds its way 
through sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's something a deep drive that we have of like, yeah, this is all I've got. Yeah. I think it goes back to what you said is that when things are really bad, people hold on to those things even more. That's when I think it becomes more evident. Yeah. Yeah, it pulls out your extremes maybe in sports, like mm-hmm. winning and losing, right? Sure. Winning is like people associate, and we've talked about this, or yeah. I mentioned this in other podcasts, where like, we won, they lost. You associate and then you disassociate if they don't do well. Right. Yeah, there's just a lot there. Well, it's like we were talking about before we got on, like you saw coyotes, I saw a deer, like a random animal, wild animal, like a deer you're not going to be too afraid of. Yeah. But at the same time, if a deer walks out of the woods, you, for a second, it's just like, of course. you weren't expecting to see it. Right. Your dog's there. So you have to react. That's like you said, human nature. Like that's baked in us from many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, sports is like, man, gladiators. Like, There's all sorts of stuff going on there and tribalism and siding with this. And like, I guess you're talking about like community yep. and connect. We're more disconnected than we've ever been, mm-hmm. but we're more connected than we've ever been. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. And then, then you can go anywhere and like tout your fanhood or your connection to that tribe. Right. And you could just yell and scream from the mountaintop on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you associate, I don't know, like it's all over the place, but it's like, there's definitely something there. And then it's also like people not thinking through these things and allowing that to allow all the bad, which I guess is on the extreme, all the bad to come out. Right. Because now I can air all the shit that yeah. I've been dealing with because my fucking team just lost. Like that's, or I don't feel good as a result. If your body is truly like rejecting whatever's going on, mm-hmm. that's something deeper. Like see a therapist type stuff. Like, sure. Because then you got to like, okay, you're okay. You're safe. They're not coming to get you. There's no wild animal ready to come and attack you. Right. You just have to on the terms with it. Yeah. And they have like distorted, I, not they, people have a distorted reality mm-hmm. or maybe that's reality is real. Maybe you can change that reality and not think of it like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can change the way you think about it. Yeah. But yeah, as you were talking about that, it makes me think about, you know, there's been several reports lately. We have a loneliness epidemic. Yeah. In the country. And it's not just middle-aged men. I mean, we're doing fine. I mean, look at us. The only reason I do this podcast yeah. is because I'm lonely. Yeah. So I'm about to spill it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, he was just listening to uh, another journalist talk about this, and, and they were talking about a very high percentage of, I think it was high school age kids from the age, between the ages of 16 and 18, or maybe it was a little bit higher, maybe high school to college. I don't remember exactly. They were young people, but they reported that a great deal of the time they feel lonely, mm. right? And again, I know it's easy to be like, well, it's just because we're all entitled. Well, you know, which I'm, I very much, you know, can say, hey, look, grow up. This is how life is. But when it comes to loneliness, to me, the, all the mechanisms are put in place that foster that kind of environment of seclusion. And this is before COVID. COVID just really blew it out of the yeah. water. But you think about part of the human drive, right? Human drive is to work towards like the excitement of life, you know, when you mm. do something that makes you feel more alive than anything else is when you're doing something dangerous, right? Yeah. That's why adrenaline is the most addictive drug. You know, if you're on a motorcycle and you're just burning it down the highway, you know, like that's crazy dangerous. And I'm not talking about going the speed limit. I'm talking 120 miles an hour. I mean, you go to Atlanta, you'll see these guys in groups and I'm just thinking, yeah. it's just a matter of time before yeah. you just tumbling down the interstate, right? <laughs> but that's their choice. Yeah. But I guarantee you, they feel more alive than they've ever felt at any moment when they're doing that. Yeah. Because they're so close to death. Yeah. And we have some weird drive to do things because that's 
biologically, we're still the same as we were 50, 100,000 years ago, right? Right, right. We're biologically still the same. And so if you think every day might be your last, you know, you're talking about there's no tiger coming to get you. There's none, you know, we've insulated ourselves from the natural environment that we live in, but we still have those natural human drives. Right. And if you have those drives, they have to find an outlet somewhere. So we've put them into work. We've put them in, and for a long time, it was, well, you work, you work because you've got an end goal. There's reward, there's risk, there's reward. You get those things at the end, that's fine. We've now created a society, thanks to technology or as a result of technology, where you don't really have to work. And I'm not talking about going to a job and getting a paycheck. I'm saying, I don't have to work to get a t-shirt. I just push a button on Amazon, it'll show up. And if I don't like it, I'll just send it back. I lose nothing. I risk nothing, right? Yeah. Like there's something, it's like, well, convenience is great, but there's something that also just chips away, I think, at the human soul, right? Is that when you have so much technology that does such a good job to make life so comfortable and convenient, a part of your humanity is just getting smashed in the dirt. Yeah. I don't think we acknowledge that because that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, that convenience of time saved. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that time? Right. I think is what it comes down to. Yeah, because I told you that I have until a certain time. Well, I was like looking around, and I have to get one of our cars serviced. It yeah. just has to get service right. It's yeah. ready. It's been ready. It's overdue. We're going on a trip. I was looking around and it's like trying to find a place. Like one place I used to go to was really good, and yeah. apparently they've just shit the bed lately. So I can't take it there anymore. Sure, I don't trust the dealership, but they suck. Whatever. I found this place and they actually come to your house. Hmm. And I'm like, ooh, that's going to save me time, annoyance, driving, waiting, sitting in like a smoky coffee stained room, right? I don't want to do it. You go to old school dealership. So yeah. they can come to me yep. at my house and they can do it while I am doing something that I need to get done, right? right? And I, that is like if someone can deliver your groceries or your food to you or mm-hmm. Amazon bringing you that t-shirt that I don't have to go to the mall. If you like going to the mall and buying shirts, then do it. Yeah. But if you're the type where that drains you and you lose energy as a result of being around that stuff, and I have a story about the mall. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that is where there's value. It's like we talked about, if you run the red light, I want to know what those people are doing with those extra seconds and minutes. And maybe there's a life or death situation or whatever. Like you shouldn't do it anyway because of another story. That said, like, it's what are you doing with that time? And mm-hmm. you're talking about goals. It's like, to me, it's this aim. Like, what do you, cause you can get that rush from jumping out of an airplane, driving a motorcycle, yeah. where you can do it, get it by doing something like this. Yeah. Like, you have this aim. Maybe it's friendship, right? Oh, I don't know. Hey. <laughs> Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's to connect with these people or meet this or serve society. Whatever that thing is, if you have that aim and you keep, going with it, mm-hmm. that's what gets you going. Because if you're in a job and it's the routine, like you can be in a job and you could gain so much out of that job if your perspective allows you to do that. Right. If you see the mundane tasks that you're doing, yeah, you lose interest really quick and then it becomes that mundane role and then you're not even paying attention and that's when you run the red light because you're not even paying attention anymore and you just given up or your team lost on Sunday and you're just a miserable bastard at that point. Right. Because of something that has zero to do with you. Yeah. You just decided you're a soul or you were born in a city. So you had to root for Cleveland or Buffalo or whatever. Yeah. And somehow that ties into your daily life that's going to affect you and change the way you go about things. I don't know. But I think a lot of it has to do with the time that you put into something. I don't know. Yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. I think there's layers. Mm. So even the person running the red light, you know, so just like saying, you never feel more alive, you know, until you're yeah. close to death. I mean, from my own experiences, 
being on a road bike and bombing 56 miles an hour down a hill in a race, you know, and it's just like, you just kind of know when you're getting up to speeds like that. And again, pros get way higher than that when they're yeah. flying down mountains, but if you're not wearing protective gear. You got a helmet and Lycra, right? You know? Yeah. And so you feel like, man, this is exciting. Yeah. If I hit something, you know, a rock or whatever that throws me off, it's like, this could be really But you're bad. not thinking that. No. If you do think that, that's then, probably yeah, You're probably going to do it. Yeah. But no, no. But you're just thinking like, this feels like it just hits something for you yeah. that makes you feel like this is great. Yeah. I think we look for outlets for that in little ways. So running the red light could also be that too. Yeah. Subconsciously. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Again, this is just a theory. You know, when you have a society that creates so much convenience like we do, the good side is that, great, this is convenient. It frees up a lot of time. The question then becomes, well, what do we do with that time? Because right. if we've already been living for so many years disconnected from the earth, disconnected from meaning bigger than, you know, your bank account or whatever yeah. that might be. Yeah. Then you have this free time. Yeah. And the next question is, oh, great. So I get to spend that with myself. Yeah. And then you start to realize, well, do I like myself? Right. And then you start to get frustrated. Then you start to get depressed. Then you get lonely. Yeah. You know, or maybe some of those things led up to this. I don't know. Yeah. This is a working theory, clearly. Absolutely. Right? Because we're talking about it. But I think there's the positive aspects of how you deal with the day, how you think about the day. But then I think we have to think some about the underlying factor. Because all of it has to be get reconciled at some point in time. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. Can you... I've heard this question asked. Can you sit in a room for 30 minutes without anything? Just sit in a room. And I'm not saying yeah. to you. That's a question. And maybe it's not 30 minutes. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Because we're so attached. Like we said, we're so connected. We're so... Have the ability to be unlonely because you're talking about 16, 18 year olds, like they're around people all the time. You can't help it because right. you're at school, you're this, and there's people all around you, but that's not what they're talking about. Clearly, right. there's way more to that. Like that might make you feel more lonely because you're around all those people. But can you, do you like yourself enough to actually sit in a room and not be stimulated by something? Yeah. Like I get it, you're sleeping. I'm talking about like in your no, room. I know. And that's a meditative thing, perhaps, right? Yeah. That's like go and sit there and meditate with your thoughts and just let things go and let things be. And that's a good question. And that's yeah. just something to like to think through because I think a lot of people can't. Right. To add on to that, but to answer your question, I can, but I wasn't always able to. Yeah. Yeah, it's something you have to work through. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the realizations I had several years ago where I just knew like, I, I need to change some things because if I'm in silence yeah. and by myself, you know, I just had this compulsion. I'm like, all right, well, I got to busy myself with something. Yeah. I started to realize, well, Maybe I just don't really like myself. And then you start asking other kinds of questions. But I think you also see that play out. By the way, I can sit in a room for 30 minutes now. You know, I did start meditating, which is great. Because I'm yeah. like, wow, this is better than any drug. Yeah. You can really just change the way your brain operates. Yeah. But you see the same thing when there's any moment you have to wait for something. So standing in the line at Chipotle, we bring yeah. Chipotle up every thing, oh, right? I mean, just look around. I intentionally yeah. keep my phone in my pocket. You look around, everybody's just on their phone, just looking at the devices, scrolling. Oh, yeah. I'm like, man, this is... Yeah. So I enjoy not looking at my phone. Yeah. I have a very much a love hate relationship. Yeah. With that thing. You do. And you talk about that. I think it's also perspective. And sometimes you don't want to get those big doses of perspective, right? Like, you know no. what I'm talking about. Like, and I mentioned this to you before. Like, I can't believe we didn't talk about it. Like, we're on an airplane, <laughs> right? This yeah. is the airplane story. It was fine, right? And it was going to be fine. And I wasn't the first person to go through something like this, but it doesn't matter. In those Wait, moments, which airplane story? Coming from Phoenix coming to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. And it's going to work out. Like I said before, other people have gone through these things. But in the moment, in your reality, it's relative to you. It's fucked up. Like, yeah. you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, 
this is not what I wanted to hear. You have to tell the airplane story because we I did am, not record that on the podcast. I didn't really yeah. tell you the story. So we're in Phoenix. We're going yeah. to look at a school for my son and we're having a great time and we're coming back on whatever day it was. I think it was Sunday morning, maybe Saturday, but it doesn't yeah. matter. We get to the airport, wake up early as shit to get yeah. to the airport. You were on top Check of it. in, drop off the rental car. So it's a process. You're like, oh, oh no, man, I'm tired. But you know what? We're going to be on a plane early. We're going to be home. We're going to have the whole day ahead of us. Everything's looking good. Yeah. We'll, we'll be a little tired, but it will be fine for it. Get on the plane. Plane's on time. Probably a little bit early. We take off. Things are good. Yeah. Watch Smells reading. good. Things are good. We're, son's next to me. We're chilling. Like the whole thing's fine. Made a guy next to me. Seems like a nice enough guy. Whatever. Take off. 30 minutes into the flight, pilot comes on. As soon as he opened his mouth, you just, I don't know why. As soon as he opened his mouth, you knew something was wrong. He wasn't panicked. We have to turn around and go back to Phoenix. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Why? Like, that's weird. Right. There's no weather. There's nothing going on. No. He's not giving us a lot of information. We're going to be back in 15 minutes. I'm like, well, that's weird. How are we going to get back in 15 minutes? We've been gone for... So then your mind's racing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, they're just going to give us more direct route. They're going to go a little bit faster. Clearly, they can get back faster. Right. Which, you know, something wrong. We got to go back. When we land, there's going to be emergency crews waiting for us. Okay, well, something's going on. Like, you just don't send emergency. But I get it. Yeah. Precautionary. Don't worry about it. We start flying. Should he have told you, though, that there were going to be emergency crews? Or just been like, hey, you know what? I don't know. I think because he, he didn't want people to panic. Maybe you save that one for the end. But if you're saving it when you're landing, then you're freaking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we're flying. Yeah. And it's time's going. And I didn't know this at the time, but we had not turned around yet. Right. So somehow, some other people had noticed. This is, I found this out after we were okay. Clearly, we're okay. I'm here yeah, telling here. the story, right? Yeah. Start circling. We have to go through our checklist. Obviously, you got to go through a checklist. That's pretty normal, but he's announcing that. What does that mean? We're going to land soon. We're not going to land soon because we have too much fuel. So now we got to burn off the fuel. I've been a part of those things before. Yeah. We're landing somewhere else. Like this stuff happens. But let me just say here, He's given you way too much information. He's given us way too much, but not enough. But this wasn't in like one at a time. This was like right. over time. The only reason you burn off fuel is so you don't go up in a we're wild, too heavy. flaming, Correct. you know, That's why catastrophe. Right. But we're good enough and we're going to drop the landing gear while we're burning fuel. So he's letting us know you're going to hear some sounds coming, especially from the back of the plane. Yeah. Because now we're going to be flying for not just like 10 minutes like you typically do with right. landing gear for like a little bit of time. Yeah. Two and a half hours later, we start making our descent. Back to Phoenix. Phoenix. This is that we're going to be 15 minutes. Yeah, why did he say 15 minutes? I don't know. Because then when that starts happening, now you're like, now you're not telling us everything. Right. Because that's that was wrong. I'm Whereas, sorry it wasn't 15 minutes. He didn't say any of that stuff. No. So you're kind of like, especially early on, you have to get right in your mind. And I could see people's faces like kind of not super thrilled right now. Yeah. A little bit concerned, a little paleness, mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing. Like, How great is and this going to be? I it? look at my son, he's like... As long as we're safe, we're good. He's yeah. like, what are we going to do if we can't get on a flight back? I'm like, I guess we'll be finding a hotel and like chilling yeah. out. You know, he was super calm. He was good. He had some snacks going. Mm -hmm. He's watching something. It's all Kids good. So, so I was easy. like, man, that's, that's pretty good. We're going to yeah. be fine. And we were fine. We land. There are emergency crews on the runway. We get off the plane. There's miscommunication. We're not going to get on this plane. We get off. We might get back on this plane. Like, no one knows what's happening. They're fast enough. They get us on another plane. We're back out. Yeah. And hours later, we sat in that airport. We get back probably like at 8 o'clock at night. We're supposed to be back at like 12, 31 o'clock. Uh -huh. So it's many hours later, but it is what it is. We're safe like that at yeah. that point. We go into land in Charlotte. I <laughs> shit you not. We're going into land. I'm in a conversation with the guy next to me. My son, meanwhile, he got bumped up to first class. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's <laughs> cheering for him and he's on his way up. Anyway, we go to land the plane. We're literally on the ground. The guy 
pulls back, hits, and we're back up in there. <laughs> back off like it was Maverick. <laughs> After all the shit that everyone had been through, the landing was no good. And I'd been through that before. And uh, usually they say it's because there was a plane in the runway and he didn't clear it, but you have to take back off again. Right, yeah. After all that shit, that stuff happens. That's a long story. I probably didn't tell it the best way, but the point of that whole thing was, it's like, have some perspective. Right, but didn't you guys have to taxi in the air for like another 45 minutes? Yeah, it's a circle. Oh, jeez. So you take off, but you don't hear from him right away because they got to get their bearings. Like, there's stuff in the air. There's other planes landing and you got to know where do you... The whole thing. So you circle and, and he can't tell you. Probably, my guess is like seven to 10 minutes after, seven minutes after, yeah. he tells you, we had the green light to land. There was another plane there. So we had to abort that and take off. You're like... Dude, it's just like, it's a day. Everybody on that plane was questioning, am I cursed? Right. That's this. Yeah. This is unbelievable. The point is, it's perspective. Yeah. Because shit could have gone worse. I don't know. And we don't know what happened. Right. I heard when we took off, we never made it above 10,000 feet. So clearly they knew something was wrong right away. I heard something to do with the flaps on the plane Hmm. that could have caused an issue. I understand why they went back to Phoenix because they need to go back to an airport that has all the equipment to handle that plane. If they Now, if you have to land in Albuquerque, you have to land in Albuquerque. Sure. It yeah. is what it is. But there's no other major airport like maybe St. Louis. I don't know, right? Yeah. We had flown, I heard, 580 miles. Like, we could have almost made it back. Seriously. Like, you know what I'm saying? But they don't know that. And I get it. Like, so I'm not right. upset. And I was thinking like, they don't want anything to happen. And it yeah. was never in dire straits like this is bad because I'm sure people have been through worse. Right. But it's like in that moment, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's all perspective. It just wakes you up. Yeah. I mean, your son going, hey, you know, as long as we're safe, we're good. Here's the funny part. Mm. You're in a hollow metal tube. Yeah. 10,000 feet in the air. Yeah. Are you really that safe? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you don't know. See, that's perspective too, right? It's crazy. It is. It is. It's just uh, my son takes my kids to school. Mm-hmm. Most days. This is like the first year he's really taken them. So yeah. It's kind of cool. It's nice. They get to spend some time together. Yeah. I'm not sitting in traffic as much. We have our morning. I'm up with them. My daughter, my youngest, wants to go to school early. This is a few days ago. I'm like, you know what? I got it. I'll take you. It's good. My yeah. son's going to be a little bit later. Get in the car on our way. Have a great conversation in the car. We're hanging out. It's good. We get to the stop sign right before the school. And usually there's a cop there. Mm-hmm. And there's not a cop. And apparently there hasn't been a cop for a while. I have a stop sign. The car's come in across, do not have a stop sign. Yeah. But usually there's some space. I'm going straight. Cars come in cross, like from my right. They're going to go left down my street, like where yeah. I'm coming from. This woman takes a left. She doesn't stop. And she comes right into my lane. I'm telling you, like you're directly across from me. Yeah. Her car was like that close to the front of my car. Coming at not a slow turn. Yeah. You know, it's still a turn, so I don't know how fast you'd be going. Is it 20-something miles an hour? Right. I'm at a dead stop. Yeah. This car is going to hit me. Str- and I start laying on my horn. And I do say I've experienced driving. I've been through these. Yeah, of course. So I hit my gas a little bit and nudge to the right and try mm-hmm. to get out of the way. I try to clear it. Good reflexes. Yeah, I was impressed. Next thing you know, she just missed me. She's to my left. Like, we were in that car accident. I cannot believe she didn't hit me. Yeah. We're face to face, like right here. I'm fucking motherfucker. Are you fucking serious? Like <laughs> that was it. My daughter's in the car. Like I was not even supposed to be in the car at that moment. Yeah. And I was just like, we were in the middle of a conversation and just like that. Yeah. I was just like, man, that was so close. My daughter's like, what was the woman doing? Like she just came down the wrong lane. You're yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Dude, it was bad. So God, we calmed down. We kind of like had a deep breath. I just cannot even believe that she 
And I walked in, I told my, I was like, I'm just honestly, I truly felt this way. Like, I'm so grateful to just be walking the front door and not have to deal with whatever was about to just happen. Right. Yeah. And that's like perspective. And it yeah. like, you don't want to deal with that stuff. No. But it truly like, like those things, like, and we all have them and it might be small, might be huge, it might be even bigger than that. But it's like, man, that stuff, that stuff matters. Yeah. Man, though, it just like wakes yeah. you up. Yeah. Some shit, like some stuff just doesn't fucking matter and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like your football team losing. Like, but at the same time, it's relative in that moment. You can be annoyed. You can be upset. You can, like Belgium, I just told you, they're out of the World Cup. That's a country that gives so many shits about their football team, soccer team, whatever mm-hmm. we call it. That's a big one for them. You know what they give more of a shit about, though? Yeah. Cycling. Yeah. And that's a fact. So, is that their number one? Oh, sport? by far. Yeah. Best cyclist in the world. Yeah. I just had to throw that in there because I had to make it about me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, so, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you're right. People do take that very seriously. Of course, being grateful that, you know, what you just saw about to happen yeah. didn't happen, that does. That makes uh, the rest of your day a lot better. I'm more interested, though, to know if your daughter is saying things like motherfucker <laughs> and fuck this, because you kind of gave her permission right I there. Did. Yeah. Like, it would have been really funny if she started saying it, too. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You can't talk like that. No. Yeah. I wouldn't, because it's in the moment, and it's not to use those words at just any moment. Yeah. And you know what? We've talked about swearing. Before. And we swear on and this it's podcast. Weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just to do it to do it. Like we've yeah, talked about. It's weird. It's weird. Or you're trying to prove, or you're trying to be someone that you're not. Like, right. then that's weird. And it wasn't MF or it wasn't MF or oh. it was just the F word. I mean, it was just like, I still <laughs> can see that shit coming at me. Oh, yeah. Totally spaced. Like, what is oh. this woman doing? Yeah. Did she even acknowledge that she almost hit you? I mean, she knew. Yeah. If I didn't move the car, we would have been hit. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And she moved at the last second too, but not enough, like to a point where like we're like this. Anyway, that's not that anyone. Could, yeah, but it's like not letting that ruin your day. Like of I, don't, I haven't thought about that all too much, but I yeah, know here we here, are. So I saved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not like going around telling everyone the story that wants to listen because nobody gives a shit. Yeah, you know. But then you okay, let's talk about this. So right before the next or next day, maybe two days later, I find out that everybody in South Park, like kind of in this area, kind of where my kid's school is was like late to work, late to school, all this stuff. Providence Road was shut down. A garbage truck hit a car, trapped two people in it. One person died at 5.45 in the morning. This happened like two days ago. It's in the news. We drove by later. I'm like, why is there all this trash in the street? I knew there was an accident, but why trash? Right. I didn't know it. Garbage truck. And it was in the middle of the intersection. So my only guess is someone or both of them ran a red light. Mm. This is all the shit we're talking about. Like this stuff is happening. Yeah. People are still doing it. And it's, so it's like, I get it. Like, I was like, I got to let it go. I got to let it go. The problem is these people are impacting other people's lives. Of course. Shit that I'll call be avoided. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he ran that red light or he or she, whoever's driving that garbage truck, ran a red light and killed that person. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's reckless. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. So anyway. No, that's, uh, I think it's called vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. I mean, that's a serious charge. Yeah. Man. And they got ways to check that stuff, right? I mean, they know. I don't know if they have cameras, I'm saying, but they yeah, can tell by the brakes and all that stuff. Right, like, yeah, you've got people that do all that. I don't know how accurate it is, but you've also got a bunch of eyewitness testimony, oh, too. Yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. This is just good stuff. Hey, man, this I is fun you, stuff. Well, we have, yeah, you know, we're taking a new path here, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Perspective, Jared. We should talk about anti-Semitism again. No. That was so much brighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was interesting. You did say this, and I'll touch on this. Uh, we'll go there. Yeah, let's do it. Michael Rappaport is a comedian, actor, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's kind of funny, he's Jewish. And the word Jews is a tough word for non-Jews to say. That's interesting. Yeah. 
you use it a couple of times, but you use it in a context that made sense. Yeah. But I do think there's something interesting there to say it's up to how the person who is like maybe the owner of yeah. that, yeah. how do they feel? Like there was the whole thing with the US, talk about the World Cup soccer yeah. player. Player got on and he said, Iran. Right. And the reporter came on and said, it's Iran. So he got upset and mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to be offensive. The kid, he was just not. Yeah. And then he called him out, like, how does it feel to live in a country that's racially divided and discriminatory and all this kind of stuff? And this kid, he didn't know that this kid was raised in a white household uh-huh. who's lived overseas. And he's like, I'll tell you what, man, we are pretty good in America. Uh-huh. That I saw in America. America. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. you know, it's like to that reporter, the way he said it yeah. sounded like he's just an asshole and being rude about it. At the same time, he was offended by it. Why? And he called him out. And the guy was like, you know what? And he says, I'm very sorry. Just how you had talked about it. I'm very sorry that I did this. I understand. And, and he's like 20 something years old. I'm like, man, this kid handled it beautifully. Nice. So anyway, that's the anti-Semitism like talk where it's like, it's not just anti-Semitism. It could be anyone. If yeah. anyone's offended by it, it's like, I understand. I, now that I know, I well, think that's good. But yeah. You're talking about non-Jewish people have a hard time saying Jew. No, they don't. Like to hear that word from a non-Jewish person, uh-huh. it can sound derogatory. Well, yeah. And whether that's true or not, and some people are like, no, I don't find offense to that. So it's like, how does that one person feel? And it makes sense because, uh, you know, if I describe you, I'll say, my buddy Eric, he's a Jew. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't. I know you don't mean anything by that. And I don't say that either. I have lots of friends that are both Jewish and Israeli, right? So the way I describe them is like, oh, he's Jewish. Right. Absolutely. He's a Jew. Right. You know? Yeah. Especially when you point your finger, but no, but I, right. And I've got a shaved head and a beard like this. It yeah. just looks bad. It does, yeah, it's not good optics. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's terrible. I'm glad this yeah. isn't on video. No, right. But, <laughs> but I think it's like, that's the point. Like you said, like that is a tough one. That took me longer yeah. to put out there because I was like, oh man, this is like, this is deep. But I think it's, it is the conversation. It's like we should be able to talk about it and mm-hmm. not in a sense of like a reporter calling someone out and putting him on the spot and everyone's going to take whatever he says and or she says, no, oh, that's BS. Like, let's have real conversations about it. Like, yeah. why don't they sit down and have a conversation and let's both learn about yeah. each other a little bit more. It's like, man, I really, yeah. that's enlightening. I like that. Yeah, and that's actually, you know, that's the beauty of this. We're wired to do that yeah. anyway, yeah. right? Man, this you know? podcast is like, it's so good. Yeah. So much knowledge being yeah. dropped right here. Yeah, South Park Mall. I'm going to stay on this. You should. Yeah. I get a text from my wife, shooter at South Park Mall. I didn't know so if I'm she here. was there. I knew she was in the area. Hold on. So like, she's dry. I'm like, where are you? Are you okay? What day was this? This was the weekend before Thanksgiving. So this okay. is like yeah, big weekend. People are yeah. coming in town. People are shopping for Christmas and Hanukkah and you know all these things, right? Mm-hmm. No one knew. And they, they sent all everyone there. Ambulances, fire trucks, police, and she saw all these cars. So when you see something like that, you know something bad's yeah. happening. Yeah. Turns out, they didn't know this till later, this was right at the dicks, right? Like kind of in that area yep. of the mall. Mm-hmm. There was a fight. Hmm. And someone yelled out, gun. And so there was a mass exit and everyone had to leave, right? Evacuate. Evacuate. Yeah. If people freaked out because you hear that. And if you see a few people running, they're all sure. running. Yeah. People got injured evacuating. Of course. Get trampled. Yeah, nothing happened. Next thing you know, it's like there's a lion loose in the mall. That's what the reaction was, and yeah. it's like it's wild, man. Like, was there a shooter or was it just I, somebody no. yelling gun? No, I think someone yelled. That's what. Who knows? Because there's no shots fired. No shots fired. People heard maybe what they saw, and then people were saying, "No, no, no," because then they're arguing on Twitter, and they're like, "There was no shooter." And like, how do you know? I was right there, and I heard shots. So I don't know. 
Did they hear shots? Did things fall? Were people falling? Did things break? Was their mind just kind of like playing tricks on that? Shots are loud. And in a mall, they'd be very loud. Yeah, but if you're in a panic state, I don't know what that would look like, man. Like, Because I'm sure if there's loud noises, you're hearing like pop, pop. I don't know what you're hearing. Good, yeah. Doors falling. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you're walking in there sober and going, oh, those are gunshots. Yeah. Or yeah. It's not like when you're in your bed at night and you hear fireworks and your wife yeah. goes, oh, those gunshots. It's like, no, those and are fireworks. And if this gets crowded on a weekend, and if you see hundreds of people running, I don't imagine. Oh, yeah. South Park Mall does. Yeah. I don't see you staying around there. No. Like, oh, what are you okay, going to do? Something's going Hang on. Hang tight. Yeah, take let cover. Let me see what's, what's going on. Yeah. Let me walk in the opposite yeah. direction. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's like the movie, smoke comes out. It's like, that's the fantasy that everybody. So yeah, has. I have not a lot. I'm trying to like look and think like, where's my positive? I, it's not. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta let it rip. But it's not negative. I just say that because it's somber. But it's perspective, and you enjoy like, man, I get to do this podcast. Like that's right. We're doing pretty good. You could spend time with me. free speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got the free speech route. Yeah. Is there anything happening in free speech these days? I don't know. I'm sure there I'm is. I'm sure it's getting squashed yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, so what's Zucks up to today? Like, geez. Yeah, we haven't talked. The market's doing good. I guess. Is Meta okay? Meta's okay. Meta's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Meta's a front. It's just a front. It's not a real thing. It's a front. Uh-huh. I can't talk to you about it, though. Yeah. What's your clearance level? Man, Meta's doing okay. It was, like it? In the, it was 120. I mean, it used to Where be was like... was it when it dumped? Like 70? No, it didn't go out. It was 80s. That's yeah. We should have bought. Yeah. I mean, it's been as high as like looks like what's the high point? What is that? Can I see it? It was like 379. Wow. Three no, it'd be higher because it's just three. So I don't know. This app's we should have bought Apple. Oh. Here it goes. Reuters. Facebook accused by female truckers of skewing job ads. What? Uh, that's the top headline. Yeah. Yeah. Meta will not overspend on metaverse, still focus on social media and ad business, says. Jared's friend, Zuckerberg. Well, I could tell you what he actually says. Yeah. But I'm not going to. Okay. I, I'm not going to. I mean, I tried yeah. to explain this in our last podcast, what he's really looking at. Yeah. Zucks is thinking 20 steps ahead. Yeah. That's how his brain's... He's got a beautiful yeah. mind. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. The headlines are not going to capture what he's thinking, except no. Meta fails to shake performers only fans bribery lawsuit. So that could bring him down. Don't you love these headlines? I swear they're made by AI bots. Because yeah, like, yeah. that doesn't... Meta fails to shake performers, only fans, bribery lawsuit. It should have been Meta fails to shake only fans, performers. I guess. They have to face a lawsuit alleging that its employees were bribed by the adult entertainment website, OnlyFans, to suppress competitor sites on Facebook and Instagram. Who? So Meta (laughs) was bribed to do that? We'll have to face a lawsuit letting that its employees were bribed by the adult. So they were bribed by OnlyFans to suppress competitor sites on Facebook and Instagram. So they, well, that only has to be a handful. Like how many of these know. OnlyFans performers? It's always a handful. You know what it's, though? <laughs> it's gotta be, a, yeah, right. But, but think about, I mean, who has the ability to suppress content? Coders. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the yeah, tech so guys, were, the back end. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they're all over that OnlyFans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of course. Makes sense. Mm. This could be a great movie. Oh, it's a movie now. Well, it could be. Yeah. It's the sequel to The Social Network. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boy, not suitable for children, though. Yeah. 
But we're going to be putting our podcast up exclusively on OnlyFans. Oh, I didn't know. Pretty soon. Okay. Because how many podcasts? Did we look this up before? How many podcasts are hosted on OnlyFans? I did not know that. No, look it up. Let's find out. Oh, that's a thing. Because, I mean, why not, man? It's guerrilla marketing, right? Yeah. Let's go where no other podcasters are. I still don't know a lot about it. Like, you only see the headlines. I'm being serious. Like, this is like, oh, I'm pleading innocent. I'm being serious. Like, wasn't it supposed to be for creators? Right. And somehow it got taken over by yeah, sex pornography. Okay. Yeah, totally. And okay. you know what? I mean, they're making good money and they're not being, you know, as far as we understand, I mean, from what I've heard from people is that it's not like they're being trafficked. I mean, yeah. these are some of these women are making ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. Multiple six figures a month. I mean, it's got it. It doesn't say how many. I mean, I'm sure I can find it. Inside OnlyFans, the Angel Long Podcast, Hot Money, Who Rules Porn. Oh, so it's just gonna be porn stuff. No, it's a mix. It seems like how can we get our podcast? Can we just get it distributed on OnlyFans? Probably. That would be hilarious. Yeah. We gotta do that. Yeah. I mean, that. that's any kind of platform that's out there that's not real big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course, then we accidentally, I'm sure, would put ourselves on some of these like platforms that, you know, host mostly white supremacists and yeah. anti-Semitic stuff and then you know what we infiltrate and we, they start listening to our yeah. podcast and like you yeah. know what i'm gonna stop describing jewish people as jews i'm gonna describe them as jewish yeah oh you'll stop yeah now you've done good i've done good not me yeah. i'm talking about them listening oh. to us no no i'm oh, yeah. fine yeah, yeah 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 my wife i told you what she said i don't know you think it'd be too much i don't remember what you told me before yeah because well, oh, okay. my wife knows that this podcast we just have lots of fun yeah. with it I said, yeah, the new episode dropped and read the title, The Touchy Subject of Anti-Semitism. She goes, well, did you guys actually talk about anti-Semitism? And I was like, oh, yeah. No, no, we did. You know, and then I played her the intro. So she was like, typical fuckery from these two. Right? And then she goes, well, did you let Eric know that he will not replace you? I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. She's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. That's our key person policy. If you're driving riding your bike too fast yeah. and don't make it. I yeah. have a co-host. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. fuckery will continue. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. no she, she's good. Yeah. She'll come in and it'll be way more, much higher quality. Okay. But I'm a low bar to clear. Mm. Right? Yeah. No, you're not. I'm a low bar to clear. Well, okay. So now we're going to like, that's what they call a pick me. A pick so me. you seeking like, no, 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 Jared, you're really good at this. Oh, of course. Okay. I have a very, very fragile yeah, ego. Yeah. That's the thing. So sensitive. Like you're a pick me girl. But I'm not a girl. No, a pick me middle aged man or something. Pick me. A pick me man. Pick me. It's like pick me, pick me. Oh yeah. And they make noises. There's all sorts of interesting people. That I ask questions like, Dad, just shut up. Yeah. Like, yeah, pick me. Pick me. Oh, I look awful today. Oh no, you don't. You look I hate beautiful. That stuff. Yeah. Or if you see the Instagram comments, so people will post a picture and everyone's like, oh my God, you look so beautiful. You're the most gorgeous. I love you. And then they go to lunch and they tell their friends like how much they hate her and how ugly. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is toxic. This is bad. Like, yeah. And everyone's dealing with it. I hope it all crashes and burns. Yeah. Social media is just, it does nothing. But people would be doing that shit anyway, with or yeah. without Instagram. Yeah. They did it before we had it. That's right. Girls would do that all the time. Oh, people would call on the phone, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> The with what? someone else on uh-huh. the line and they would say, so it'd be like me and Shane yeah. call you, but you didn't know Shane was on the line. I'm like, hey, Jared, what do you think of Shane? Be like, oh, I hate Shane. You're like, hey, Shane, what do you think about that? Oh my. Yeah. It's like, See, my friends never did that. You know why? Yeah. No, I'm talking about <laughs> girls. <laughs> girls would do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so like mean. Right. Yeah. It's so mean. That's some harsh shit. Yeah. I'm glad I've got boys and not girls. Yeah. No, it was like 80s, 90s girls. Yeah. The ones today, that's just different. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cyberbullying and all this stuff. Yeah. It's tough. 
do you think we should do some cyberbullying? Some like soft bullying, not like hardcore bullying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you like, it's weird. Cause like your wife said, like you take an episode like this or an episode like we've talked about serious realness, like real psychology. I don't know what it is. Not real psychology. This is pop psychology. Let's be honest. But like, sure. No, we'll go with that. And then you throw in all the, just the ridiculousness. <laughs> like, and maybe that's what makes it. I thought, yeah. It's taking on serious topics. Yeah. And this is what I said before when we started this. Like, we're taking on topics we should and shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain topics we just should not talk about. Like, which we ones? do. Well, I don't know. Like, any of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we should. But then we take on topics that we should. It's like, ah, you know what? You guys stick in that lane. But we can go in both lanes. And we don't have lanes. Yeah, we color outside the yeah, lines, man. He's swerving. That's how we do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but but those mushrooms are really good. I mean, it might have been working really well for like the last 10 minutes. Mushrooms. You're just like throwing shit out there. Yeah. Now. No, yeah. totally. I put some in your drink. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I should have asked your permission. Yeah. Yeah. You'll feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. We're not tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Put in my drink. Can you put mushrooms in a drink? I don't think so. If you didn't notice things hitting your lips as you were yeah. drinking, then you've got other problems. Yeah. Yeah. You blend it up really good and soak it in. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like for a sure. chemist. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're really talking. Are we? Yeah, there was something else I was going to bring up to you. You were. I can't think of it. That's it. That's all I got. I think we went down some serious roads and I think we're desperately trying to make something funny right now. Oh, no. We're just talking. Yeah. Hey, but in all seriousness, though, you will not replace me. It wouldn't work. <laughs> I could. I would just have to replace the show. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think more people should do this. Yeah, they really should. This is fun. Podcast a friend. Podcast friend. Yeah. Where we just start, you know what? We should start calling people up. Like you just talked about girls doing this, like mm. back in high school. We'll just live call people. That's not new. But why not? I mean, there needs to be more voices here. We need more diversity. If you want guests, that's what you're saying. No. Random guests. Props. Randos. Props. I want props. Okay. We just randomly call somebody. Say, hey, man, you're live on the show. That could go. Yeah. That could go horribly wrong. I hate those sometimes. And then like, hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? It's like, why do we have to say how you doing? Like, you're on the show. Ask your question. Yeah. And get off. Uh, How's your mom? (laughs) Huh? Well, like last year on episode 327, you were talking about your mom. It's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Pump the brakes. None of your business. What happens, futurist? So all this content's being created today. Oh, of course. 30 years from now, when all this stuff can be like AI and AR, and like you can take this content and do whatever you want with it. Like, right. where are we going? Well, I mean, what are you talking about? Any of it. Like, take that in a meta? direction. What's meta going to do with it? Or what are we as individuals going to do with it? I, well, no. Someone will create something like... I'll tell you what they're going to do We're going to have your voice. Yeah. You won't be here. Right. I mean, you'll be here. Yeah. You'll be here somehow. Don't worry. You're good. Three letters. Okay. NFT. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's it. what you do with you. Take a collage of content. We can clone you. We have all your words. We have all your voice now. Yeah. Recorded in high, qual- high, super, super high, high quality. quality. Props, Julian. Like, wow, sounds amazing. Like, this is Jared talking because now we can recreate. Like, if I have enough of your voice, I can take you a while. I like that. Nice. Now you can do that now. The programs already exist to do that. Okay. You can do that. They've got deep. It's very expensive. Yes. Yeah. But not in some years. Now we're going to have so much content. Like, people are just. Right. If the tools become available en masse for creators. Yeah content creators where it's like, I'm going to create, just like with AI using 
you know, like Dali. Mm-hmm. So you can come up with whatever kind of concept, tell AI to create, you know, give me a picture of Eric with a centaur body riding a camel, holding hands with a unicorn, mm-hmm. and it'll create that for me. Yeah. Same thing with the voice. Are we going to need to talk, write, draw? Because we can just tell someone the robot to do it. Yeah. Again, this is like the pulverizing of our human spirit. Yeah. You don't have to work for anything. You don't have to create anything. Yeah. It's just sanitizing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're going to see a loneliness epidemic for a long time. We tried to get funny, but we just couldn't. Yeah. We had to bring it back down. So this is why you do this though. Like I was talking to a client and they're coming up with all the reasons why they were podcasting, blogging, all this stuff. And it was all good, right? They wanted to recruit, wanted to this, wanted, and it all sounded great. But what I got from them is they got energy. Right. From podcasting, from the conversations and the people that they met and all that. Yeah. And what if that reason alone was the reason they did it? Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to get other benefits from it. Sure. But that alone is the reason to do it. Of course. And you forget everything else and just allow that to be. And yeah. I've seen that. And it's like, why do you write? Because, man, it just gets me going. makes me think. It drives me to do things around that, to be ready to write, to work yeah. out, to eat right, to sleep, to wake up early. To, I don't know. Like, whatever that person is, yeah. I don't have to prepare for this podcast. Right. And neither do you. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure the listeners right well, now have no idea yet. are <laughs> thinking, wait a minute, you guys don't prepare for... <laughs> <laughs> they heard my story tell them before. They're like, wow, he needs some help. No, I know. That's a pick me. That's a pick me. Right. Yeah. That's a, oh, like, oh no, Eric, you did really great. Yeah, you did a good job, yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah. You did really good. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get that here, man. No. no, tough love only. Yeah. This is a fun place to be able to, when you're used to creating content all the time or filming things for work and to be able to just come somewhere you don't have to prepare and just naturally get on and just have a conversation. Yeah. That's excellent. And we do have conversations about real things like we did today and yeah. in the last episode. Yeah. But where we can just be ourselves, fuck around, have fun, and hopefully yeah. other people are entertained by it. And if yeah. not, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, we are trying to save the metaverse, but yeah. you know, the universe, we got well, time for that. Yeah. yeah. The universe is gone. Yeah. The universe is done. Yeah. Metaverse, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's infancy. Yeah. We're right where we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I do too. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. I'm worried, though. I'm don't not worried. I'm not worried. worried. I'm not. I take that back. Like graphic designers. I remember when I, we started using Canva at one point. Yeah. Well, what about the graphic designer? I'm like, I don't know what to say. They have to create their value in some other way because yeah. they're still going to be better than what some in- amateur can create on Canva. Yeah. The point is, you can now do it without needing a graphic designer. That's right. And maybe it's 10% is quality is what they would create at 100%. Mm-hmm. Like that person now doesn't have to pay that person to do it. Yeah. So now like podcast editing, I don't know. Like yeah. you just submit it through the machine and the machine does it for you. There is a program like that. No, I know. But it just equalizes the voice. Yeah, you know, I mean, but it gets to, and I'm not saying, I'm not calling out right, audio podcasting, but like all the creation of art, that's where when it can write and it can draw and it can this and that, that's where, like you said, like, but I think it still allows for people to create because yeah, you can come up with that story, but you still need that brain mm-hmm. to come up with. Yeah, the idea has to be there. Yeah, like I talked about my dad. He wrote a book. Yeah out of thin air almost. And you come up with these characters and these scenes and these settings and you mesh them together and there's like millions and millions of things that are just created in that that like yeah. any author would do. And you don't have that with... And maybe an AI can do that at some point. But that doesn't mean the person can't also do that with all their experience and knowledge and research ability and whatever else to right. create that thing. And I think that's what's like fun, man. Like mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yeah. And if it doesn't give you energy, then don't do it. 
But if it does, I promise you, like, this isn't a sale. Like, I'm just saying, like, it is totally worth it. Right. And I've seen people and I've seen business owners and CEOs stressed out, like, to the gills, like, just hate it. And they do the stuff like this. I'm throwing my pen now. Like, they love it. Of course. Well, I mean, we want convenience. Yeah. But we don't want our spirits pulverized. I'm going to keep on going with human pulverization, mm. right? Yeah. Oof. Because... If a machine can do all the things that give us joy or make us feel like we've contributed something, yeah, then you do have to find new ways to contribute. Yeah. Because the end goal is not like, oh, great, I don't have to create anymore. That is in direct opposition right. to your human spirit. Yeah. Your human spirit is creative. Yeah. It is. That doesn't mean you have to be a master artist, but you want to create. Yeah. You want to discover. You want to build. It gave you access, I feel like. Use the tools to your advantage. Right. I don't know if I'm like going to draw this comparison. I don't know if it works. Go ahead and give it a shot. No, like an airplane. It's Mm -hmm. a tool. It gets you to one place to the other and you can go to Arizona and like see the desert. Unless you have to dump fuel and and circle around. Yeah, but like use the tool to your advantage. You're not going to be like, well, I don't have to do that. I mean, like someone else can travel for me and take all the pictures in the way. I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting at. It's a horrible idea, but a thought. Right. But like Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying, maybe, no? Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. No, you should try another one. (laughs) Use the tools to your advantage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because maybe you, now you can do some creating. Like, it wasn't easy to turn on a mic and record stuff. It wasn't easy to send an email. Right. It wasn't easy to do these things, to create a website. Right. It was like really difficult and take you hours. It wasn't easy to add music to your phone, to yeah. your MP3 player. That's why they created the thing. It was right. like, oh All man. Those things are all great. Yeah. So it's like, you know, then you get to use the tool to your advantage. Yeah, please. I agree. Right. The good and the bad. We come back to this whole thing on the human spirit. And again, I think it's just the older we get, the more nostalgic we get. Yeah. I think every generation does that. But I think about, I have Spotify. And what's great about that and all these music services, you can discover new music. But you know, the vast majority of my music is music I already have on CD. Hmm. I just, just have it on Spotify. So I'm yeah. paying for a service to listen to music I already own in a different format. Yeah. And then I discover some new stuff along the way, which is great. Mm. But in all that, so we can have any album virtually from any time right away. We can mm. just pull it up and listen to it. Whereas, you know, when we were in high school, it was, you either need to go out and buy it, you need yeah. to find somebody who had it. Yeah. It was a quest. Yeah. Oh man, you know, or you heard something late at night, you know, I remember, you know, in high school, we were really getting into a lot of New York hip hop mm-hmm. and then they would have underground stuff late at night Yeah, that you just would not hear because it was not mainstream. You're like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. How do I find this? And you're scrambling to write down the name of the artist. You're like, yeah. what was that? To this day, there's stuff that I can remember in my head that mm-hmm. I have no idea who it was or where it was. Yeah. May never discover it again. Yeah. But there was something kind of cool about that. Yeah. The mystery was still there. Yeah. Yeah. If you were going to listen to music, it was intentional. There were several steps. And again, not as convenient as just pulling up your phone, you know, and then just streaming yeah. it somewhere. But you had to go and pull it out. It's like, oh, we should listen to this. Like there was intention behind it. Yeah. You had to stop what you were doing to change the music. Yeah. Right now, you and I could be talking and I could be building a oh, playlist. Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so different. I used yeah. to create not mix playlists, mixtapes and totally. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Make CDs. That would take hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd take an afternoon. Yeah. But you're right. That discovery of going to the record store. Mm-hmm. And some people didn't like that, but like there was something there. I totally agree. Like, yeah. But it was, it was the discovery of it. And I think we have discovery nowadays. Like you can go search anything. Sure. And there's like, you have to find other ways to explore, just yeah. come in and discover. But if you don't have to work for it, yeah. like we used to, this is what yeah. I think, and I could be wrong on this, but my guess is, I know for me, if, if you don't have to do much work to get it, you don't appreciate it as much. Absolutely. You don't value it as much. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see that in what I do is setting myself up for opportunities to, it sounds cheesy, but it's true. It's like explore yeah. and discover. Of course. And I think that's been going on since the explorers. Yeah. I like that. It's <laughs> really good. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.